Welcome, and thanks for tuning in. This is Dr. Karnisha Smith, licensed clinical social worker here in Chicago, Illinois, and this is therapy. Let's unpack that. And while I do hope you enjoy the podcast, it is not intended to replace your own relationship with a licensed mental health professional. On this episode of Therapy, let's unpack that. I want to talk about social media and mental health because it ain't all laughs, likes, retweets, hashtags, and shares. Now let's begin to unpack this from the pros to the cons to the FOMO to the mental health. Now don't get me wrong. Social media isn't all bad. In fact, it spearheaded some pretty dope social campaigns. It's brought about awareness to injustices and various social issues. And because of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we're all a little bit more knowledgeable about worldwide and local events, events that aren't covered by mainstream media. Now, I'm not saying the information is always accurate, but social media does bring attention to various things. Social media has connected people that otherwise wouldn't have been. We've all seen or at least heard about 90 Day Fiance, (laughs) but in all seriousness, because of social media, you might have found a love of your life business partner, great resources, or even a group that supports you and helps you pass along information. Social media allows you to reconnect with friends from your old neighborhood, elementary school, high school, or even college. That is, of course, unless they don't have some kind of inconspicuous code name. We've been able to donate money to various causes, whether it's cancer research, helping victims of tsunamis, tornadoes, hurricanes, or even helping someone pay their electricity bill or for a funeral. In fact, if you find your niche, you can use your social media platform to launch the most successful business. You could become the next Grammy Award-winning singer or even become a best-selling author. Because of social media, there have been some pretty great challenges that bring about awareness, like the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge or the 100 Days of Happiness Challenge. Social media gives you that platform to create an online identity, especially for those who are introverts. You can engage with people from different walks of life. You can diversify your friendships, I should say acquaintances. Some people get a self-esteem boost, receive validation, and may even find a man crush Monday or a woman crush Wednesday. Do people still say that, though? I might be giving my age away on that one, but you get my point. You can slide into someone's DM and voila, you're married. Due to the easy access of social media, we're up to date on the latest trends and celebrity gossip. Social media serves as an outlet from your own reality. It allows you to go down a wormhole and be whoever it is you want to be. And if it's used right, And if people follow the positive patties who are humorous and engaging, then social media can be a vehicle of healing and used to feel better. It can be amazing. But there's also some cons to social media. Users have popularized fistfights, getting jumped, stupid and dangerous challenges. You know, the Tide Pod cinnamon challenge. And we all remember the Kylie Jenner lip challenge and the countless others. Social media has given a platform to spew hatred, ignorance, and prejudice with little to no consequence. People are allowed to say whatever it is they want to say to whoever they want to say it, no matter how vile it is. But the First Amendment protects them. You know, freedom of speech. 
but they aren't protected from the social media detectives, especially Twitter users, who will find out where you work and actively work on getting you fired. Now, I'm not saying that's a con, nor am I saying that's a pro. That's just what it is. And of course, posting certain rhetoric causes folks to lose their jobs because companies don't want to be associated with certain views. Also, don't fuck with people who love cats because they will launch an entire manhunt and find you. Seriously, hey, post responsibly. It can be argued that what you post personally shouldn't interfere with you professionally, but that's a podcast for a later episode. Now, cyberbullying has become a thing. People get some kind of joy out of posting negative messages or comments about people. And I don't know if it's so they can go viral, generate more likes, retweets, laughs, or if it's because they have a low self-esteem. Some individuals don't realize it's actually bullying. They think it's humor. But getting joy out of humiliating someone, that's not humorous. No laughter in that. People have gotten killed and raped on Facebook Live. All while people sat back, watched, and entertained a buffoonery. Then they shared it for the world to see. Twitter has literally killed off more people than I can even remember. People are more susceptible to being victims of scams and ploys. And if you follow a lot of negative Nancys and Debbie Downers, it can definitely affect your mental health. Social media has become an addiction. We are constantly opening the apps, if we even close them, checking for comments, likes, or retweets. People find joy in knowing that hundreds of people like their statuses, tweets, or pictures. People rate their importance based on how many followers they have. This constant need for validation from social media can impact one's self-esteem and sense of self. Looking at others' lives and the fun they're having or their success can cause a sense of rejection and dangerously competitive nature to be better than or to have more than. People have a fear of missing out and they suffer from FOMO more than ever. Phones are constantly in our hands and we're waiting on a notification to come through. There's definitely a linkage between social media use and anxiety in young adults and adolescents. So much time and consideration goes into posting the perfect picture. You take the picture with the right angle and the right lighting. You edit it for perfection, filters and all, and then you post it. Now you wait for the notifications to come. But here comes the anxiety because now you're worrying and you're nervous if others will like it. Will you be validated or will you be ridiculed? Now, this isn't true for everybody, but I dare you to check your camera roll and see how many pictures you have from the same day in the same spot, just different angles and poses. There's also a linkage between mood disorders and social media, especially if you already have a diagnosis. If you're a victim of cyberbullying or already have a lowered self-esteem, These symptoms can intensify and cause people to act irrationally or even commit suicide. We are inundated with mortality and depressing news stories, so much so that it can lead to vicarious or even secondary trauma. Trauma can lead to isolation, increased alcohol consumption, as well as feelings of grief and sadness. Now, the impact of trauma is so complex that we will definitely tackle that in a later podcast episode. The addiction to social media can also affect our physical health as well. People are sleep deprived because they're up late checking on what their friends or strangers are doing. 
They want to make sure they get the notification that someone is looking at their post and liking it. Then people are back up early in the morning, grabbing at their phone to check the notifications to see what they missed. So some may ask, what's the solution? Simple. Take a mental health break from social media. Be comfortable being who you are. Don't seek validation from others. You're amazing being who you are. Don't engage in humiliation or bullying behavior. Post responsibly. Follow people who are inspirational. What you Google will definitely pop up in your Facebook and Instagram newsfeed. It's a whole entire algorithm thing. I encourage you to read more. Spend more time with friends. Spend more time with your family. Put your phone down. Silence notifications. And make memories. And remember, it's okay to see a therapist. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me at unpackthat20 at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.